This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again. Welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook, and each week we sit down and talk through some of the things you might be wondering about, worried about probably when it comes to your retirement. Has anybody done the math on your retirement? Have you sat down with somebody and said, how's this whole thing going to work? And what do I need to watch out for? That's really what this show is all about. And Greg Ayler is here with us. Greg, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty good, Randy. I had a boys' weekend. Me and the Lou, uh, my one of my twins, uh, Louie, had a all boys' weekend. So we were uh, batching it. Uh, he's 18 months old, so we were getting pretty crazy. <laughs> um, there was a lot of uh, you know bottles, apple and, juice, uh, yeah. apple juice, and yeah. we watched him. Yeah. We watched him TV. I think I even snuck in a little TV he shouldn't be watching. And uh, you know, it was one of those times <laughs> where dad gets to be dad and uh, show the son the ropes while all the girls are up at a baby shower up in. Cleveland. So it was a, a real fun weekend. And, nice. uh, you know, weather was great. So uh, just a pretty chill time, Randy. Brought, weekend. Bought my three-year-old granddaughter a fish this past weekend. I, I got permission. Mom said, okay, go ahead, buy her a fish. So we went out and did the whole thing and the aquarium and the rocks and the stuff to put in it and the betta fish. So the new fish is named Whaley. And uh, so there's a lot going on at that house about that. Really, believe it or not, we have aquariums in all of our offices. So I'm a big scuba diver. So we actually have a uh, like a hundred gallon tank in our wow. Dublin office. It's got a big puffer fish. They're all saltwater. Uh-huh. So all over our different offices, we have these tanks. It's kind of one of uh, the signature office kind of tokens across the state of Ohio for Ailer Stallings and Golden Reserve. Kind of uh, letting people feel a little bit more relaxed. Come yeah. in, see the pretty fishies, nice. and uh, some that we really enjoy to do. Man, it's they're they're great. They're my my brother's got a huge tank as well. Well, I mean, uh, fish people are different than cat people, but fish people, they get deep into it. That's true. You, you got to know a lot, to, especially to have a saltwater tank. That's a big are, deal. Are you a cat guy, Randy? I am a cat guy now. Yes. Oh, I've, 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 I thought we had a connection. I thought that you would be one of my closest friends, and then I find out <laughs> you're a cat guy. I went, I went, we had dogs my whole life here, and then the dogs passed, and we, my wife decided we're going cat. And, and so now I have two I love these cats. They're fantastic. And I told her one thing. I'm not walking a cat. I'm not going outside with a leash. I'm not walking a cat. But my cat is now way overweight, and there is a possibility that I might be out on the street with a leash walking a cat. And that's, I I don't know. I got to draw the line. I think that would end this partnership, Randy. (laughs) If if I see a picture or a video or anything resembling you walking a cat, you can just unsubscribe me. I'm going to have to find another wingman to do this show. (laughs) I will try not to let that happen in life, okay? All right. Oh, God. Well, my job on this show is to uh, feed the monster. I mean, Greg is the financial cookie monster. That's basically what he is. And I just keep feeding him these stories, and he keeps gobbling them up. And I've got a great one to start here for today. In March. Market Watch, they have a uh, an advice column, and people call in, they write in with their financial problems, and we have one today with a financial advisor. So here we go, Greg, because we know how you feel about financial advisors. I have used a financial advisor with a national firm for over a decade. We've done well. His fees are appropriate, 1%. His firm's strategy is to buy a basket of stocks, and there are literally dozens of them in my accounts. He generally does about the same as the S&P, beats it some years, and is a point lower or two in others. 
I have watched my accounts now go down 22% this year and wipe out all my gains from last year. His response? Well, we're doing better than the broader market. Okay, but I've asked several times this year, are we contemplating making any adjustments? No response. Should I question this or simply keep feeding the beast? I plan on retiring in five years. I step aside. Greg, the floor is yours. <laughs> Cookie monster. I am ready to gobble this up. I feel like this is essentially the entire market. This is the world financial advisors live in, Randy. They're like the weatherman, right? You know, take credit when the sun shines, say when it rains. You know what? Well, that's what the weather's supposed to do. And that's essentially no accountability finds its way into these conversations, which makes it maddening uh, for people like me who are trying to tell the story that there's a better way, but also maddening for this guy and the yeah. retirees. They're the ones that are suffering and they're the ones that are on this roller coaster and they don't know their other options. When you look at what's going on here, I mean, everything from when the moment, let's break it down step by step. The first red flag for all retirees is when they say, sometimes I beat the S&P, sometimes I don't. What they don't factor in is they don't net the fees off. So after you net the fees off, you almost always lose to the S&P, which is a big miss that most people don't calculate. I also challenge people when they say we beat the S&P, what's the time frame? Sometimes it's like uh, November to February. They, they grab weird time periods to show when they beat an index that aren't traditional. And the reason they do that is that's the only probably period in which they outperformed an index versus taking a calendar year. So make sure you look at the comparisons to make sure it makes sense when you're actually looking at performance. But at the end of the day, Randy, we've talked about this at length. ETFs, index funds have basically stormed the market at a fraction of the cost. You can get into index funds and ETFs for, you know, a tenth of a, you know, a tenth of the cost of what you're paying this financial advisor, and you can just write it if you want to be on the roller coaster. And when people get closer to retirement, this person is throwing out the right warning signals. You know, I think he's got his SOS flag or he's doing his smoke signals to say, hey, I'm five years out. Shouldn't I be doing something differently? Mm -hmm. This doesn't feel right to me. And this person's 100% correct. You know, they're starting to feel that anxiety of, you know what? Maybe the market does perform at seven or 8% over the course of 30 or 40 years, but I don't have 30 or 40 years. What happens if in my time frame I'm down 22% and that's what happened to this person. They didn't readjust. And what we find is most people don't make those adjustments as they get close to retirement because one, their financial advisor probably has a thousand clients. So while you think that they're paying attention at the end of the day, they're just relationship managers. The things that you said are exactly right. Hey, just stay the course. Hey, we beat the, uh, you know, the, the broader Taiwanese, index, the, yeah. the Taiwanese index. <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, congratulations. I don't even know what that is. But they are always got some kind of pivot to avoid accountability versus you're right. I didn't do my job. I didn't listen to you. I didn't actually think about anything other than me keeping your money on the blackjack table so I could keep getting 1%. And that's the sad reality because if people took money off the table and put it in things like CDs or fixed index annuities, that financial advisor takes a pay cut. I mean, there's no other answer, Randy, because if they actually were doing their job and starting to de-risk or adjust to more retirement close or in retirement appropriate investments, this wouldn't happen. Your money wouldn't go backwards 22%.
So why, where's the relationship here? I mean, he's been with this guy for 10 years, but then when he wants to say, hey, shouldn't we be making some adjustments? You get crickets. There should be some kind of a relationship that you have with your financial advisor, and it doesn't appear that this is it. There's a, there's a set it and forget it kind of an attitude. We have the way that we do this, and the market will come back. You'll be fine. I don't think you want to hear that when you're five years from retirement. Do you want to hear the psychology? Do you want to hear my theory here? This is interesting. So financial advisors have built a what I call friendship professional, you know, role that doesn't exist anywhere else in people's lives. If you go to your dentist, do you call that guy your buddy? Are you getting coffee from your dentist? No. <laughs> They're there to take care of your teeth. Right. And you pay him to do that. If you go to get your car fixed, do you have like this weird professional relationship where you're calling each other on your birthdays? No. Right. Mm-hmm. They're changing your oil. When you go to your attorney, are you taking them out to a dinner for a steak dinner? Are you asking them to you know, bring friends? Are you doing those types of things with your attorney when they're doing your deeds when you buy a new house? No. No, of course not. The financial industry has realized, you know what? If we, instead of focusing on finances and actually doing our job, instead, if we replace that with friendship metrics where they believe that we actually care about them, I know this is going to be hard for people to hear, so bear with me here, but if we replace all the actual stuff that matters for retirees and replace with friendship, at the end of the day, it will paralyze them. They won't be able to take anything but our advice on its face because they will think we're their friends, we care. And am I saying they don't care? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But what I do promise you is if you take your money away from them, do you think they're still going to call you for lunches? Mm. Do you think they're still going to call you for coffees? If they're really your friend, does doing business and paying them 1% of your life savings every year, is that the requirement of the friendship? Because if you pull that and you don't think that person is going to be there to still be your friend, to answer your phone calls, to hang out, then they're not your friend. This is all part of the system and the model. And if you take those dollars away and they fade away, then they weren't your friend. And I think that's the hard reality that people have to come in with. This is a business relationship. They're treating it like a business relationship. You should, too. And you should demand more from them that actually relates to managing your risk, even though it may hurt how much that quote-unquote friend makes from you every year. It's such a great point. And, and as people listen to this show, there's two kinds of people that listen to this show. You either have financial help or you don't. And if you don't have any financial help, we encourage you to give Greg and the team at Golden Reserve a call so we can start doing the math on your retirement. If you do have an advisor, I want to ask you this. What kind of communication have you had with them over the last six months? Because the market has done nothing really but go down over the last six months. You might be in the same situation as this guy. I'm down 22%. Shouldn't we be doing something? And the the crux of the matter is, what are you paying for? What is that 1% going to? Is it just somebody that's putting your money in an index fund and riding the market up and down, taking credit for a good market and throwing the blame someplace else on a bad market? Or are you actually getting management. And Greg, that is what is the difference at Golden Reserve. That's right. You know, we start every process with a roadmap and we talk about that throughout the show and you'll talk to the user or the listeners on on how they can get one. But at the end of the day, part of that is the market flashlight. And the market flashlight is a special tool because it stops everything in its tracks and say, you know what, let's just see where we're at. Let's see what would happen if 2008 were to occur again. And it shows you to the penny how much your money would go backwards. And then what we do is we run another stress test that says, you know what, Jack and Jill, 
How much you have a million dollar IRA? How much do you want to lose? How much would you be comfortable leaving on the blackjack table and losing? And a lot of times they may say, well, none, or they'll say, hey, Greg, if we want some upside and we're willing to lose a hundred thousand dollars for that upside, okay. Well, then we reprogram it, and say, all right, well, here's where your holdings need to move so that you limit your total losses to a hundred thousand dollars, and that's a really, really great exercise because you. The retiree get to make that call, not the financial advisor. You tell, hey, I want this much risk. I want this much to be on the blackjack table. And then through that, we build a plan that actually reflects your risk tolerance. And that can change. You know, everybody changes. You know, like you said, someone may say, I'm okay having $200,000 go backward if I can get a chance of making 10%. Well, they may lose 50000 and raise their hand and say, wait a second, Greg, maybe I'm not so comfortable losing $200,000. What else should we do? And I think that's how the market market flashlight comes in play. And Randy, I, I want to put a bow on this conversation about friendship. You know, I talked to my dad last week because I, I knew this segment was coming up on the show. And, and I just asked him a couple questions. He, we're from a small town. I, I, you guys may or may not have heard of it. I, I'm from Bell Fountain, Ohio, and, and it's got about 15,000 people. And there's a handful of financial advisors there. And my dad had gone through some financial advisors like most people do over the course of their, their retirement and their working years. And when he left his first financial advisor, I'm not going to say any names here, but it was from a big national firm. That person never talked to him again. Then he went to the next person in town who was around the corner. And when he found out that, you know, he was doing nothing but selling variable annuities and not really planning for retirement, he left him. And this guy basically yelled at him you know, got nasty. And this guy was supposed to be the guy that's like, you know, the, the quintessential financial advisor goes to church on Sundays and, you know, preaches about being, you know, a, a great Christian. But at the end of the day, he literally yelled at my dad. And my dad is the salt of the earth, quiet, reserved, you know, his name is Big John. And he's, he's about the kindest guy on the planet. And it really brought this segment to life for me because it is true. This is a business for them. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. We get it. Everyone's in the business of doing whatever they need to do to provide for their families. But don't act like you're their friends, right? Don't act like you're going out of the way to make these decisions. The reason they're doing that is to hopefully paralyze them so that they stay on that roller coaster because that roller coaster fee, you know, Randy, is 1% mm -hmm. every year. There you go. We at Golden Reserve would like you to have a relationship with your retirement planner. And there is a difference. And, and we've talked about that a lot. And we probably will talk about it on today's show as well. The difference between that financial advisor, that person buying that basket of stocks and all about the growth and not paying attention to you when you say, hey, I'm getting close to retirement. Shouldn't we be changing? But they've got this model that they've put you in. And that's what they do to keep your money in the market and keep them getting paid. Let's have a different look at that. We talk about going up the mountain and down the mountain. And going up the mountain, that's all about investments and growth and all of that. But when you go down the mountain in retirement, there are so many more things that you need to pay attention to. We call them boulders, market risk, taxes, fees, long-term care. These are some of the things that you may not even have a discussion about with a financial advisor, but we talk about them here at Golden Reserve. Let's build that kind of a plan for you. We call it our roadmap for retirement, and we'll do one for you at no charge. Give us a call. Look at our website, getyourroadmap.com. Pretty simple. Start right there, getyourroadmap.com. Or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. We'll take a break and come right back with more Expedition Retirement. As you age, 
you should pay a little more attention to your health. As you get closer to retirement, you should pay a little more attention to your money. Suddenly, it's more than just the size of your accounts. It's how are you going to protect it from taxes, market volatility, hidden fees, and the soaring costs of long-term care. That's where the team at Golden Reserve can help. While most financial advisor plans stop at the top of Retirement Mountain, the retirement planners at Golden Reserve are just getting started. Call Golden Reserve for your complimentary Roadmap for Retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or getyourroadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. If you have not sat down and talked about how your retirement is going to work, what you're going to be in for, what you need to plan for, there's a lot. And you need a retirement planner. That's what Golden Reserve is all about. You can find us online, getyourroadmap.com. As a matter of fact, we're moving into uh, that season as well, Greg, where you guys are doing um, events around town. And uh, we kind of take the radio show out on the road. They can go to uh, our website, which is expeditionretirementevents.com and all of that information is right there and uh, get a little nice dinner and also some more information about what you're planning for in retirement. Dinner and a show, Randy, dinner and a show. We want to, you know, bring this to everyone. And I think most people enjoy it. You know, we try to keep it pretty simple. The the, the presentation itself is only about 35 or 40 minutes. And the rest of the time is talking to some other retirees and collaborating, having some of our retirement planners be around to ask questions. And then, of course, have a nice meal. There you go. ExpeditionRetirementEvents.com. All of that information is right there. We do them all across the state. Okay. In 2006, the financial industry brought us this brand new thing. It's C. Seemed like such a good idea. It was called the Target Date Fund. And you've probably got one and you may have money in one in your 401k. You'll identify them if they have a year after them, 2025, 2030, 2035. And what you were supposed to do is say, okay, I'm going to retire in 2025, so I'll put my money there. And this fund will lessen my risk as I get toward retirement. Well, this article in front of us here says this is the fatal flaw of retirement planning. There are currently $3.27 trillion in these accounts. And according to this article, the way they pull back the risk is to put you in bonds. And right now, that's not necessarily a good thing. Greg, what's your take on the target date fund? Oh, man. I mean, great marketing, terrible product, right? Like some things have a great concept for selling but not really working Mm -hmm. and i think this is right there this is like the new crystal pepsi right remember back in the day great marketing everybody was excited and it tasted like poop (laughs) so i I think (laughs) this is crystal or pepsi clear it was pepsi clear i'm sorry not crystal pepsi pepsi clear so this is the new pepsi clear i think a lot of you know ray charles song and dance and a lot of commercials advertising for target date funds but at the end of the day it makes sense, Randy. I've been, you know, my books about this and I, and I talk about this to, you know, anybody that will listen. Mutual funds are losing. Actively managed mutual funds are too expensive. They can't survive and they're losing to ETFs. They're losing to index funds and they're losing to annuities. So not too surprisingly, they're trying to copy annuities. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, though, you can't put a round peg in a square hole. You can't make a dog a cat or a cat a dog. You know, they are what they are. Mutual funds are equities that are essentially, you know, 
subject to risk. And when you try to start pinpointing them for predictability, it gets really hairy because now you're trying to have these large time periods where you're guessing where the market's going to go and then changing allocations and guessing where interest rates are going to go. And you're trying to move all these assumptions. And at the end of the day, that's never been able to be done effectively. But because it's a cool date, hey, I'm 30 and I want to get a 2070 target date fund or 2060 target date fund, that sounds easy and logical. So it feels on its face very appropriate. But at the end of the day, you're getting killed by expenses. Imagine how much cost it is to manage all that. Now you got to get someone picking stocks and then you got to get someone picking bonds. You got to get someone reallocating, moving things all around. At the end of the day, they don't work and they'll never work and they'll die a slow death or maybe a fast death given all these recent losses because, at, you know, they can't be an annuity and, you know, it just doesn't work. You know, I, I don't think you've, if you Google target date funds, you can you can be the judge. There's not going to be very a lot of nice articles out there. So it seems like the easy thing to do, and I, I think maybe we all kind of fell into the marketing of it all, as you said, but it's a little bit of the lazy thing to do, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Because you're just assuming I can just push a button mm -hmm. and the rest of my retirement's taken care of. And that's really what they wanted, right? They want to be able to charge their 1% fee to buy these funds or, or to manage these funds every year. And I think that is some of the genius behind it because they can always say, well, don't worry. This isn't going to come to you know maturation until 2045. And you know they have this long period. So it's, it's a couple things. They're basically trying to lock you in for the longest period ever in this target date fund. So then you feel guilty pulling it out, right? You're like, well, shoot, I bought this thing. I should at least give it another year or give it another five years to keep in there. So that's some of the genius of the psychology of selling it. But at the end of the day, it's just another mutual fund, Randy. That's how they have to view it. Ignore the number next to it. Ignore the year. It's just another actively managed over priced investment option that a industry that's dying, the mutual fund industry of actively managed mutual funds, obviously index mutual funds are soaring because they're cheaper and more retirement appropriate. ETFs are soaring because they're cheaper and more appropriate. And they're just grinding indexes. That's the rub here. They I mean, they wrote books about this back in the set, you know, a random walk down Wall Street. This guy said this all along. He's like, no one can ever really beat the market. The market's too smart. It adapts itself. It knows what's going on. You can't really consistently beat the market. So why are we trying to pick individual stocks or individual actively managed mutual funds to try to get ahead? And then once you net off the fees, there's no way you can win. And they've been screaming this from the top of the mountains and no one could listen because there wasn't access to that kind of information. Well, now you have the Internet. Now you have, you know, 24 seven business news cycles and finance news cycles where you can listen to people. And hopefully people are wising up and saying, you know what, I don't need my financial, you know, world to be complicated. My life's complicated enough. I got two overweight cats at home. You know, I might have to be walking a cat next week is what Randy's thinking. And, and I don't need to basically have to sit there and stare at the stock ticker and worry about reallocating a portfolio. You're not a Rockefeller, mm -hmm. right? We don't need this much energy, time and effort. Make your retirement exciting and complicated and, and, and adventurous. Make your investments boring. Make your retirement plan boring and predictable. That is what wins the race in retirement. That's what happens for the sub $2 million client. You don't have the luxury of taking big swings and risks. And that's what we've been trying to scream forever. People come in with $400,000, dollars and like, well, Greg, I want my money to work for me. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Do you want to put your $500,000 on the blackjack table? I mean, is that really what you want to do? Because you got some big plans in retirement. We can do more than well enough so that you can do everything you want to do or do you want to chase returns that don't really mean anything? That's the magic question, Randy. If I ask you, hey, does making 10% change your retirement? 
What would you say? Probably not. Um, no. no. Yeah. How about losing 40%? That'd be a big deal. Yeah. And, and that's the question every retiree should be asking themselves before they make these decisions that really don't lead to any better quality of life. They don't lead to a better quality retirement. They, they literally are just so that that you know, financial salesman, that advisor, that quote unquote friend can keep making 1% by just arbitrarily picking things that are in vogue and cool. Hey, you know, Netflix is up, you know, Apple, Facebook, like, like, like these are all just financial theater, right? You know, they're just things to talk about as people are guessing and nobody knows because if they did know, they'd rule the world, right? If you knew where the financial industry was going, you would rule the world. And, and that's just the facts. You know, why wouldn't they? They'd be able to dictate everything and then they'd be able to put their money in the right places. And it's just too complicated. And we want to make it less complicated. But we do want to sprinkle in, instead of investments, we want to sprinkle in protection, Randy. That is the secret to retirement, making sure things like tax planning, planning against going into the nursing home, making sure you cut your fees that we've talked about at length today, making sure that you have the right market allocation that we've talked about length today. All of those things are included in our roadmap. And those are the things that matter most for retirees that most people skip because it's not the fun stuff. It's not talking about returns. Well, you wouldn't be listening to this show if you weren't wanting to, A, know, am I missing something? Is, is there something that I should be doing with my retirement that I'm not doing right now? That's why you're listening to this show. Or the other thing is, is you need somebody to help you identify some of this. You want protection of your money, and you thought that target date funds was going to help you with that. And all of a sudden, you find out as you dive into it, maybe that's not where I should be putting my money. So where should you be putting your money? Where, where can you get that protection? Where can you get that growth? Where can you get that tax protection? And all that we talk about here on the show. Well, we have it for you in the Roadmap for Retirement. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website. Let's have this conversation. Maybe all of your money is in a 401k. That is your life's work. You've been saving for 30 years there. Okay, let's peel back the onion on that one and see what we find in there. What are you paying in fees? What kind of risk are you at? Are you really protected in where you are? These are all really good questions, and we'd love to get the answers for you at Golden Reserve. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. Start there. We'll ask you to put in a little information, and our team will reach out to you. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, an interesting survey comes out about financial advisors. Oh, good, we get to talk about this again. Four out of five financial advisors have changed the way they are approaching retirement planning since the last six months, what we've been going through in the economy. Is Greg one of those guys? And if so, what has he changed? We'll look at it coming up next on Expedition Retirement. For 30 years, you've been waiting for your retirement account statements to arrive each month. You're happy when it's up and you're bummed when it's down. That's climbing up Retirement Mountain, but it's no plan for getting down the mountain. At Golden Reserve, our retirement planners focus on protecting your money from the long trip down. Things like high taxes and fees, unnecessary market risk, and the rising cost of long-term care. It's time for the right planner at the right time. It's time to call Golden Reserve. Call for your complimentary roadmap for retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or at GetYourRoadmap.com. 
Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook, and each week we sit down here and talk about that thing that you might be putting off, and that is planning for retirement. Do you have all your ducks in order? Do you know that you have enough money to save for a 20, 30-year retirement? Are you going to run out of money? That's a big fear that everybody has. Let's get you those answers, and we can do that for you. We do an analysis of what you are right now and put together a roadmap for retirement. We have a website, getyourroadmap.com is where you can start right there. All right, so Greg, this is an interesting study here. It says uh, a survey has found four out of five financial professionals have changed their approach to retirement planning in the last year. Obviously, the market is in turmoil and we're doing a lot of stuff that we haven't seen in 40 years. Are you one of those guys? Have you changed your approach to retirement planning? Uh, This is going to sound completely self-serving, but I'm going to let it rip anyways. We didn't need to change because we were already there. (laughs) We were already there. This is a common sense approach to planning that we've implemented from 2011. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got a lot of flack because people were making all of these, you know, bold statements about returns and they rode the, the fortunate bull market for about, you know, 14 years or however long it was. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm reading this article and they're saying they're making these decisions based on inflation, Mm -hmm. which seems the opposite, right? Wouldn't you say that if you are trying to beat inflation, you were beating that inflation drum and trying to scare everybody to keep their money in the AUM that you'd want to actually keep their money in the market longer to get bigger returns? But that's not what this article is saying. People are using more annuities and other items to hopefully help them address some of the volatility in the market, which is really mind-blowing, right? You know, we've said it all along. There's not a silver bullet. There's not a one-size-fits-all way to make sure that your client is protected in retirement through an investment strategy alone. Now, this article, not so ironically, only talks about investments. So I almost have to cringe where I was hoping when it said financial professionals are changing their approach that they were actually going to talk about things that matter, but they're not. This article was just about investments. So we're just going to talk about their investment approach, which is they're using more annuities. At the end of the day, Randy, when people walk through our doors, people usually walk out of our doors with half their money in an annuity and half their money in the market Mm -hmm. because that's what they want. They want some safety and bonds are a mess. So they get some fixed insurance products that essentially are accessible and have no to low fees and are guaranteed not to go backwards. So they're happy as a claim there. And then they have some money in the market. And that percentage changes based on the client's needs and where they're at in life and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, we've been doing that all along because that makes sense. You should, if you have multiple tools, you should be able to use all the tools in the financial market to your disposal. The reason this doesn't happen is because when you buy an annuity, that financial advisor takes a pay cut. I know I beat this drum all the time, but that's exactly why they don't do it. They don't sell annuities because their AUM number, assets under management, goes backwards. And they don't get that perpetual annuity based off your life savings in perpetuity. Instead, they get a one-time commission from the annuity company in which they put your product into. And usually it's a much better deal for the client to buy the annuity over the course of a decade, but no one talks about that either. And that's what's really frustrating, Randy, is that this has been a very common sense pivot. You know, I don't know if I believe this article. I can't see a lot of the AUM guys in Columbus and Cleveland and Toledo all of a sudden buying a bunch of annuities. I I don't know who they audited, but I'm guessing your Merrill's, your Morgan's, Edward Jones, Fisher Investments, all of those people are still doubling down on their advisory AUM model because that's where they put all their eggs in that basket, Randy. They've been preaching that since, you know, at the top of the, you know, ever since they pivoted from selling commissions 
commission-based mutual funds, which are basically dead. Those A shares that everyone sold for about a, you know two or three decades, now they're all in on 1% package fee advisory solution models. They're all in on that now. So they can't really pivot out to annuities, in my opinion. And what they're not talking about here, when you when you saw this article, I don't know about you, but I kind of got excited. I was like, I wonder if they're talking about how they're going to start doing IRA tax planning. I wonder if they're going to finally talk about the biggest risk in retirement going in a nursing home. Not one word, Randy. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. one word in this article was about the biggest risks in retirement. It was still all about investments. And there's so much more to retirement retirement than just picking darn investments, Randy. That's the last part of our process when we go through the roadmap. When we think about what the financial advisor has in his corral, that is stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds. What's been going down over the last six months? Stocks and bonds. So if, if somebody wants to hold their financial advisor accountable, they literally have to look at them and say, what else do you have for me? Because both of the things that you've been giving me all these years are going down right now and I'm close to retirement. I can't put up with this. So they've had to offer them something else. But this is the difference between a financial advisor and a retirement planner. You've been doing income planning and social security planning and tax planning and legacy planning all these years. You've put that model together for the retiree. And the financial advisor is starting to catch up to you, but certainly not there yet. Well, they ruined them, right? At the end of the day, you've been feeding them nothing but ice cream. Mm -hmm. And they're lucky enough that there's been plenty of ice cream, a lot of sprinkles, maybe some Swedish fish. I don't know. They're getting crazy. Some (laughs) chocolate fudge. I mean, it's been a heyday of ice cream. And now all of a sudden you're saying, well, now you got to eat Brussels sprouts. And they're getting a lot of pushback and they're getting a lot of confusion. Like, well, why didn't I eat some Brussels sprouts along the way? Why did I go this far? Because now all of a sudden I lost 20 or 30 percent of all my life savings because I essentially didn't know how to eat anything but ice cream for the last 12 years. And that's where the problem is. They haven't diversified. They haven't, you know, set the right expectations and the allocations. They just let them eat whatever they want. Like I have a nine-year-old and 18-month-olds. They can't just eat ice cream all day. Yeah, I mean, it's going to have me tummy aches and then maybe cavities down the road. You need a balance. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that the financial advisors didn't have the discipline to actually have those tougher conversations with their clients along the way. And now they're in a tough spot because they're sitting there saying, well, you lost 30%. And the client doesn't want to hear stay the course. The client doesn't want to hear just hang on. At this point, they're realizing that's not going to work. So they're having to pivot and say, okay, we'll put it in safe now. So they're scrambling. They're not ex- person this, they probably don't do a lot of annuity work. So then they're probably getting more bad advice. So these are things that are scary for, I mean, it's great for our business because we've been here all along. You know, this is where we've been living since 2011, you know, with Golden Reserve. So we're in a position to really take advantage of these frustrated clients and these frustrated stories of like, well, what do I do now? And again, we want to say, listen, we'll talk about investments at the end, but let's take care of the biggest risks of retirement first. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler, and we would love to have that conversation with you. It's not all about investments. It's not all stocks and bonds. That's not all there is to retirement planning. We talk about it all the time. You can look us up on the website, getyourroadmap.com, and there you will see these big boulders that we talk about going up Retirement Mountain going down Retirement Mountain. There are things that you're going to deal with in your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s that you probably didn't have to deal with at all as you were getting ready for retirement. Market risk and taxes and fees and long-term care. There's a lot of big boulders there that we've got to maneuver around and build a plan for it. We call it 
our roadmap for retirement. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. Start there. We'll ask you to put in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. Let's get a date on a calendar and have this really important conversation. You can also give us a call, 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. Now, Greg has made a couple of references to when he started Golden Reserve, and, and I love the fact that Greg is an estate planning attorney, and that's how he started in this business, and then built Golden Reserve so that we can give you a full umbrella of services for your retirement. But as an estate planning attorney, this is a good question. Mom or dad is getting older. They're getting into their 80s, and they can see some time where they're going to start passing their assets down to their children. So one of the things they say, my biggest asset is my house. So I'm going to put you on the deed for my house so that you will inherit it when I pass. So, Greg, talk to me about that. Is that a good idea? Is that a bad idea? What are the options there? So when it comes to what I consider normal people, right, like normal people issues, we can talk about, we're not going to talk about, you know, Justin Timberlake, rich people issues. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to everyday Ohioans, the biggest mistake in my, you know, decade plus of doing estate planning and elder law is bad gifts. Bad gifts are the ultimate mistake that everyone seems to fall into. This trap is something that can screw up your nursing home eligibility. It can screw up your taxes. And let me explain to you how it works, Randy. When you buy a house, right, you know, you buy a house and, you know, let's say in the 70s. And as you live in the house, et cetera, and you go to sell it, if the house is appreciated, there's capital gains tax. Now, everyone knows if it's a primary residence, you get another exemption. But let's not talk about that because it's going to confuse and muddy the waters here. But at the end of the day, when you buy something and sell it at a gain, you pay capital gains tax. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right? It's a different tax rate. It's capital gains tax. Well, what happens is when you gift something to someone, you transfer your cost basis to that person during your life. So if I give my house to my child, they get my 1970 cost basis to them so that when they eventually sell it, they're going to have to pay the difference of what it's worth the day they sell it and the date I bought it. Mm -hmm. And there lies the tax rub. The tax rub is that you lose what's called the step up in cost basis. Otherwise, when you pass away, and usually what happens is the cost basis bumps up of all your assets, your stocks, your investments, your house. If you pass away with things in your name, everything gets bumped up to the date of your death so that if your kids turn around and sell everything, there's no capital gains tax due. That's how capital gains tax planning works. And when you start gifting things, you're transferring your old previous cost basis, which means you're going to definitely create a long-term capital gains tax issue for that recipient during their lives. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. So the issue isn't just tax-driven, it's also Medicaid-driven. In the state of Ohio, we have what we call look-back period. So if you transfer anything, not just a house, but the house is the biggest culprit, to your kids... What ends up happening is the you know state of Ohio recognizes that as an improper transfer, and they look back five years from the date you go in the nursing home, and they look at all your transfers, whether it be bank accounts, stocks, bonds, checks, your home, and you have to disclose all of those things. It's like a five-year audit. And trust me, we've done hundreds of Medicaid applications. That's part of my actually legal practice. So we're intimately familiar with what Job and Family Services does here, and they're not going to miss anything. And if they flag something that you transfer, that makes you ineligible 
or actually Medicaid paying for your care for that period of time, which could lead to you being evicted out of the nursing home. I know people don't believe this, but it happens every day in Ohio. And they're like, well, where do you go? Well, you probably go to one that you really don't want to go to mm. is, is what ends up happening. So you can actually get in a lot of trouble, not just from a tax perspective, but also from a eligibility for Medicaid perspective when you go into a nursing home, if you run out of money, if you've made an improper transfer in the previous five years. So there's a lot of really cool tools legally to make sure none of this happens. But we always encourage people, don't listen to your neighbor, right? This is usually, you would be surprised of how many financial advisors tell people to give their stuff away. It is the worst advice on the planet. Financial advisors are actually worse than neighbor bill. You know, neighbor <laughs> bill is bad, but financial advisors are notorious in my practice, have been the worst tax and legal advisors of all time because they don't know. You know, you know they, they can barely figure out how to balance your portfolio, let alone the intricacies of the legal and the tax world. And, and they don't consider any of those things when they give this reckless advice. And because it's, quote, unquote, their friend, they always listen. They end up transferring it to their kids because they're like, oh, you'll avoid probate. Great. I basically saved $1,000 in probate fees and then incurred $40,000 of capital gains tax. Mm. Thank you for the great advice, financial advisor Eddie. There. So <laughs> There's neighbor Bill and there's cubicle Bob. We've got cubicle right. Bob at our place here. Gosh, it's like, <laughs> come on, guys. If it was that easy, everyone would do it. So what you need is a plan. So just to avoid the capital gains tax issue, you have to die with the asset in your name. And then at that point in time, you can put a transfer on death deed. That's a very cheap and economical way of ensuring that your house or your family farm avoids probate in the state of Ohio and also gets the preferential tax treatment of a step up in cost basis. It can be owned by a trust that then when you pass away, it transfers to your beneficiaries. Same idea, same benefit. You get the step up in cost basis. And then it also goes to your obviously children. Now, if you want super bonus points, there's things called asset protection trusts. Ehlers Stallings law firm obviously, you know, does a lot of proactive nursing home protection planning where you transfer an asset to an asset protection trust. It gets protection from a nursing home after it's been in that trust for five years and it gets a step up in cost basis. So it's kind of the best of both worlds if you want that nursing home protection. And that applies to things like your farm and your home or maybe some of your investments. So that's another sneaky way of ensuring that you protect your assets from the biggest risk of retirement, which is obviously going to nursing home that's $10,000 a month or $120,000 a year. But also, you know, when it comes to that kind of planning, you know, it also helps people navigate those tough situations. Randy, you got someone in your corner that if that event comes up and you have that terrible news that someone got a prognosis of Alzheimer's or dementia, you're not all alone. You've got an estate planning and elder law attorney in your corner mm -hmm. helping you navigate. You've heard Anna, obviously, and Tim on the show numerous times providing a ton of information on these types of trusts and this type of planning. But I think it's almost a cornerstone that has to be discussed. It may not have to be implemented, but you have to talk about this option because no one wants to buy long-term care insurance, Randy. It's too darn expensive. It doesn't cover that much anymore. And, and a lot of people can't even qualify for it. So as you sit there and listen to all of that, and you're trying to figure out who's going to help me with my retirement planning, why would you not want to go to a place that had an estate planning attorney, uh, CPAs, uh, people who help you with those investments, people who help you with the markets, all of those things under one roof. And that is what Golden Reserve is. Give us a call and let's go through it all. Let's check off all the boxes. And if one of the things that you've been thinking about is mom's going to divest herself of all of her stuff before she goes into the nursing home, 
maybe think again on that one because Greg has just kind of laid it all out on how that one can backfire on you. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website. Let's start there, building you that roadmap for retirement and taking into consider all of these things that you might not have even thought of. GetYourRoadmap.com. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. Start there and fill out the information there so our team can reach out to you. We'll get a date on a calendar and go through all of your concerns. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk taxes again. And I've got some crazy taxes that are across the country that you're not going to believe. And we'll talk about the importance of tax planning in your retirement years. Coming up next on Expedition Retirement. Sometimes the best offense is a good defense. At Golden Reserve, we believe the same thing can be said about retirement planning. Our roadmap for retirement is designed to protect your assets from market risk, taxes, advisor fees, and the high cost of long-term care. Get your roadmap today at 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074 or getyourroadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us at getyourroadmap.com. Time to talk about your retirement and all of the boxes you got to check off. This is where you go. Getyourroadmap.com. One of the boulders that we talk about is taxes in your retirement years. And, you know, there are people that say, well, we had a, a cutback in taxes during the Trump administration. Why can't that happen again? Well, good luck with that. Well, <laughs> we wonder if taxes are going to go up in the future. Our politicians are always coming up with interesting ways to tax us. For instance, in New York, if you were to order a bagel, you would pay one price. But if that bagel were sliced, you would have to pay an extra tax on that bagel because it goes from a food product to a prepared food product when they slice it. How about that? In Missouri, if you're single, a guy, you get taxed one year, one dollar every year that you remain single. Apparently <laughs> in Missouri, they want you to get married. But here is my favorite. In Utah, there is an additional tax for all goods and services you purchase from someone who's not wearing clothes. So uh, I don't know where you're grocery shopping, but that's an interesting... I, I go to great lengths to find these things for you, Greg. So I just want you to know that. I'm so confused <laughs> right now. But, um, you know, it, it makes sense, right? <laughs> you, 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 really, you really have to... Uh, you really have to kind of shake your head, you know, and, and really wonder what's going on right now with spending. I mean, I think we just saw another billion yeah. dollars, you know, billions of dollars, another spending bill, another spending bill, another spending bill. And, you know, this is how bad, bad things happen. And I think the people in the House and the Senate, you know, we've kind of lost a lot of faith. You know, mm -hmm. it's not even like a which party. I think it's just as a as a group. They believe yeah. they can spend our money better than we can spend our money. That's exactly. what it comes down to. It, it's not a political thing anymore. They just clearly don't get it. And there's no, you know, the original founders, I hate to go constitutional history here, but the idea, all they were supposed to do is balance the darn budget. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure that we have some protection through our armed services and balance the budget. That was the only job of the government. And for some reason, they've completely abandoned any kind of fiscal responsibility under the guise of just whatever's in vogue and trying to buy votes. And here's the issue now. Changing the tax rates is such a toxic 
plutonium-like thing that no one wants to touch it. So they know that, oh, man, we can't touch the income tax rates. That almost guarantees that we'll lose the House and the Senate if we do that. So what can we do? And I think what people aren't paying attention, because, you know, why would you? They're looking at those IRA dollars, Randy. They are staring at those. They're frothing at the mouth because Mm -hmm. they're like, no one's paying attention. And what they're going to do is basically keep kicking that date out and say, you know what? You don't have to touch those till you're 72. Oh, we're going to bump it to 75. Oh, we're going to bump it to 78. And people are like, wow, this is nice. I don't have to pay tax at all. But what they don't realize is they are just waiting there with a big basket. So when the surviving spouse passes, they are going to hammer the kids. And that's what they've already started to do this year. It used to be that the kid could wait their entire life to take money out of mom and dad's IRA. Now it's 10 years. And then it changed again that, well, you can't wait 10 years. You have to start year one, and you have to do it every year over those 10 years. And they know that because they know the kids are at higher tax rates. And that means more dollars are going to go to Uncle Sam. And when you pass away, usually the largest asset you have is your IRA, 401k, whatever you want to call it, everything that you haven't paid tax on yet. So they know this is out there and they are just going to keep swarming it and making the rules more disadvantageous to the taxpayer because they know that A, mom and dad are dead. B, the kids really aren't going to put up too much of a fuss if it's not their money. And that's where they're targeting. And that's why it's so important that our roadmap starts. Every roadmap we do starts with the tax map. And that tax map helps people navigate how to take money out of the IRA on your terms, your plan, not Uncle Sam's, so that you can minimize to the penny how much Uncle Sam gets out of that IRA. And and Randy, it's not small dollars. For a half a million dollar IRA, you could end up paying $50,000 in taxes or $200,000 in taxes. The, The choice is really up to you if you plan ahead. And if you use Uncle Sam's plan, you better be ready to lose about half of your IRA when it goes to your kids versus, you know, our plan. And when we build it for you with our team of CPAs for as part of our roadmap, that that tax map will outline every year how much to take out to utilize your lower tax rates. So just in the time that you've been in business, Greg, and Golden Reserve, I mean, you, you've teamed up with tax professionals and just look at the changes. I mean, the changes in the stretch IRA and capital gains and taxing of Social Security. It's, it's a full-time job just to keep up with what Congress is doing so that you can help your clients. That's right. We didn't even just team up. We built a tax firm. Right. So, you know, you know, Golden Reserve Tax was built, you know, with its team of CPAs to help people understand how to a navigate IRAs because it's a huge part of everyone's retirement now. Everyone has some type of IRA or 401k that comes in our office and they need to understand the tax repercussions. If you take too much out, it screws up your Medicare. I mean, there's all kinds of potholes that happen that aren't being discussed because it's not just about investments. It's about tax planning. And that's why we doubled down and built this division to really help our clients with one of the biggest risks in retirement, which is keeping that money out of your greedy Uncle Sam's pockets. I saw one of those big uh, pie charts not that long ago, and it says this is where a retiree's money goes. And, you know, it had a little piece there for travel and a little piece this for the 30 percent of the pie, 30 percent of the pie had something to do with taxes, federal taxes, state taxes, income taxes, all the taxes that you pay on everything. Can you imagine that 30 cents 
out of every dollar that you have put away for retirement goes to taxes and probably will continue to go up. I don't think people realize that, Greg. They don't because the system's built to be a lullaby, right? It puts you to sleep. You basically put money into this account for 30 years, and then you don't touch it for another 20. Like, who, who could blame anybody? This money's basically not even theirs, right? Like, they have no idea how it works, what the rules are. And that was the whole plan from Uncle Sam all along is, like, let's make this thing so extenuated, which, by the way, the financial advisors love because it can continue to be in that account, and they could charge 1%. So they love this model. So they're not going to tell you to take it out. So from a planning standpoint, this is a win win for financial advisors and Uncle Sam and a lose-lose for retirees because they're getting hit a couple times, you know, whether it be the widow's penalty or the kiddo's penalty when the first spouse dies or when the surviving spouse dies because Uncle Sam's just going to keep taking more and more of that IRA. Well, as Greg has said, the tax map is part of every roadmap that we put together for you. There are other parts of that. Greg, just go through those quickly before we end the show today. What people get if they call, what the roadmap is all about. Sure. First off, like we just said, the tax map where our team of CPAs puts together that IRA tax plan over five or 10 years of how much to take out and when to really minimize what Uncle Sam gets. Then you get a market flashlight that breaks down where your current risk is, what happens if you have another 2008 situation, and where do you want it to go and what that balance should be for retirement appropriate investments. We then go down to the fee filter. We dump all of your investments into our fee filter and it spits out how much you're paying your financial advisor and how much you're paying for the investments they sold you. That's usually the missing piece that most people don't know. So we break down both those costs and we show you how much it costs a year and then how much it costs over a retirement. People don't realize that, you know, $500,000 account can end up paying $300,000 over the course of retirement, $300,000 in fees that you could otherwise, you know, enjoy and spend on your family and friends. And also last but not least, we do the long-term care compass, and this is when we tap in our estate planning and elder care law attorneys to have a meeting to talk about different legal tools that could be at your disposal to protect against the biggest risk in retirement, which is that long-term care event, that nursing home cost, and really help explore what asset protection trusts look like and what other options are available you know, to the retiree from a non-investment standpoint to help protect against that big risk. We ball that all together, you know, Randy, and it spits out what we call the retirement tent, which really shows people every year, hey, you can sleep well at night because here's your income, here's your expenses, here's some, you know, holds for, you know, unexpected costs. And when we put it all together, you have plenty of money to last the next 25 or 30 years. It's not a budget. It's not a forecast. We're not telling you what to do. We're just showing you that you have plenty of room to breathe and you should enjoy retirement and put this back in the drawer and not worry about it till our next annual review. I said it once on the show today, there are two kinds of people that listen to this show. You either have a retirement planner in your life, somebody who's helping you with, with your retirement, or you don't. And if you don't, let's get started. If you do, let's evaluate what you have right now and see if you have all of those boxes checked. Going to a financial advisor, you may not have talked about a lot of these things, but going to a retirement planner at Golden Reserve, make sure that you have all of these boxes checked. Give us a call or go to our website and let's get started today. Let's have this important conversation and get you going on retirement planning. GetYourRoadmap.com. GetYourRoadmap.com is where you can start or give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Of course, that meaning is at no charge. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, 
Go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RAA LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as an investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RAA LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC, tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN number one six five five four one one one.